Okay, so we're going to pick it up from Dafkuf Aleph Ahmed Bey's. The last thing the Gemara said was we're up to two lines from the bottom. So the Gemara said like this if a person admits to a debt in front of people, the halacha is it's only considered a chiv that he has to fulfill if he designates them as witnesses. So if I just say in front of you guys, I owe you $10, if I don't designate anybody as witnesses, I don't have to pay. So the shail of the Gemara is, what if I don't designate people as witnesses, but I write a document, I write a star, and the star is in my own handwriting, not signed by witnesses, that just says, I owe you $10, and I hand it in front of witnesses. I never de- designate, it's not signed by witnesses, no Kenyan. I write it in the star, so it's formally written. So the question is, do we say that because it's formally written, you have to keep your word? Or do you say no? Formally written, but if there's no if there's no uh, if there's no uh, if there's no kinyonim and there's no edim and there's no designated edim, that halach is all the same. So it's a machlokes, and Rav If you write it in shorthand, do you have to keep it? Is it mechayivu? So the Gemara says, what does it have to do with our Mishnah? So the Gemara says like this: Tanan. It says in our Mishnah, Hanoisa seisha. If you marry a woman who paska imay lazen esbita, and you write a star that you're going to pay for her daughter, you're going to support her daughter for five years. You have to. Now the Gemara assumes like this. What's the case of our Mishnah? If it's talking about a regular document that's signed with a Kenyan, with Adam, is there a Chiddush to tell me that you have to, keep your, have to keep a document? Of course, if you make any debt, you have to keep. So says the Gemara, what must be the case? It must be the case of the Mishnah is where you wrote in shorthand and handed in front of people. Mamish, this case, the Machlekes, Revechon Rishlakish, is the case of the Mishnah, and you see that you have to keep your word. So it's a, it's a raya to the Shita of Rav Yechonon, and it's a Kashan Rishlakish. That's the Gemara assumes. So the Gemara says, my love, ki gavna, it must be that that's the case of the Mishnah. Because as Rashi speaks out, if the Mishnah was talking about a full Kenyan and a full Adam and all that stuff, the, the full works, do you need the Mishnah to tell you? It's pretty posh. So it must be, it must be that's the case of the Mishnah, and it's a kasha on Rish Lakish. So the Gemara says, go to the next page, loy. The case is no. Bishtari, Bishtari Psikta. The case is not a regular star that you just wrote shorthand. It's called Shtari Psikta. Shtari Psikta was basically like a Shtar Tanoim. It was basically a record that you'd have the parents of the guy and the girl get together. They would both record how much they're going to pay. It was sort of like a formal document with Adam, by the way, real Adam. So that's the case of the Mishnah. By the way, so the Gemara is going to, so, so you'll say, if that's the case of the Mishnah, then what's the Chiddush? So we're going to see that the, 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 thing, the thing unique about this Shtar is there was no Kenyan. That was the only thing unique about the Shtar. Is that because you verbalize that your intention is to accept upon yourself when they get married, the Maisa Kedushin is the Maisa Kenyan. So that's the case of our Mishnah. So the Gemara says, The case of our Mishnah where you're chayiv to keep your word is not the case of Rav Yechon Rish Lokish, it's called Shtari Psikta. It's where you basically have a Shtar Tanoim, where you, you record what you're going to bring into the marriage. There's Edom. The only thing there isn't is Kinyanim. There's no Kinyan. Okay, so it's not a full, it's not a regular Shtar, but, but it's enough that, that you have to keep your word. But it's not a Raya to Rav Yechon Rish Lokish's case where there's no Edom at all. But it's not the case of the Shtar Matchani. You need a Kinyan? If yeah, if you, if you mechaev yourself, yeah. The not enough. No, you need a kinyan to mechaev yourself, everything in the shtar. So the Gemara says, Kid Rav Gidl, and this is, a, this is explained by the sound Rav Gidl says, Dam Rav Gidl, Amarav, Kamat Anoisin Labincha Kach Vekach. The father says, This is how much I'm going to give to your daughter. Uh, the, the, the girl's side says, This is how much I'm going to give to your son. Kamat Anoisin Labincha Kach Vekach, and he says, This is how much I'm going to give to your daughter. Omdu Vikitshu Kanu. And when they do a Maisa Kedushin, that's the Kenyan. That's, that's a Kenyan 
that you don't actually have to do a Maisa Kinyan, just the verbalizing plus the Maisa Kedushin is enough. Okay. So it's not a riot to Rabbi Yechon Rish case. We still don't know what the halacha would be if you just write down in shorthand on a star, on a document, and give it in front of witnesses, are you mechaev to keep your word? So Toshima, let's bring another riot. Kosav l'koyin, shani chayev loch chamesh sloim. So the case is like this. You have a son, you have a newborn baby, so 30 days later, you write a star to a koyin, and in the star you say, I am obligated to pay you five sloy. No witnesses, mamish, this case of Rechon Rish And what's the halacha? You have to give it to him. But the son, the Pidin Aben doesn't work. So why would the Pidin Aben not work? So the Gemara says it must be that when you wrote this down, the assumption you were giving is that it's not the five sloy for Pidin Aben. It's five sloy stam that you owed him, and it's a coincidence. And you see that you have to give it to him. So it's mamish this case, right? You wrote a star on the 30th day after having a boy, you write a star to a koyin, I, I owe you five sloim. You have to give him the five sloim. But when you give him the five sloim, the pidin aben is not chal. Why? So the Gemara says, understands it must be <clears throat> because the five sloim that you're giving is not to fulfill the pidin aben. This star is stam a star that says you owe him a debt. And there's no witnesses, and you have to give it to him. So you see, mamish this case of Yechonish Lagish, and you have to do it. So you see that just writing in a document is enough to be mechai of you. Because the fact that the son's not poida means that it's not because of pidin aben, it's not because of a debt. It's just an awkward timing. It's not because of a debt. And you see that you mechai of yourself. Just by writing it, you mechai to give it to them. So the Gemara says no. The Gemara says, Shani hasen demeshubli deraisa. The answer is no. Over there, the reason why... Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. You just put it down anywhere. You just put it down anywhere. I'll, I'll give it to my father. Yeah, thank you. Oh. So the Gemara says, the reason why you have to give the five slum is not because of a debt. It's because of Pidin Aben. Meaning, normally a star is not enough. Oh, so that the Gemara is going to address in a second. I mean, normally writing in a star is not enough to Mechaivi. So why over here you have to do it? Because it's a Pidin Aben. You're writing down a Chiv Der Reisa. That's why you have to do it. So the Kasha Elisha asks, which is that, first of all, why are you writing it down? Okay, that we'll address in a second. And number two, if it's taka pidin aben, if you're taka giving it because of pidin aben, then why is the bonoi not padai? Okay. No, but still, I'm saying, but but if you if the only, if there is no debt, and the whole Indian of writing it was just to formalize the pidin aben, so then why is the bonoi not padai? The Gemara is going to address this. The Gemara says, Yihachi amai kasa. First of all, then why'd you write it? So the Gemara says, Kedei levar You only wrote it so that he knows that he's the kain you're going to give it to. It's just to, just because you, you want to be uh, clear, you want to clarify. So if that's the case, so why is the why is the pidina pen not work? The answer is kidula. The answer is it should work, but it's a gzair of ula. Damar ula, dvar taira padai. Really, on a biblical level, the the ben ischal. So why is it not? It's gzair shemiyomru paidin b'shtaris. We're afraid that people will start saying that you could be paidin without cash. You could be paidin with an IOU and with documents. Meaning, by you writing a document, Chazal were afraid that people are going to start thinking that you could do Pidyan Aben with documents alone without cash. You know, like IOU. And then a check. Yeah. Well, the, the, it's a Shiloh of whether check. It's a Shiloh in the Manor de Poiskin whether char, a check is a Din Shtar or is a Din Kesef. Shavik Kesef. Papasha is a Shashar. You're right. So then, according to this, potentially writing a check for a Pidyan Aben would not be working. So the Gemara is saying the reason why it doesn't work is a rabbinic Azera because we don't want you to lead to Shtaris. But really, it should work on a. Uh, it does work on a biblical level. Okay. Weiter. The Gemara says, Amarava Kitanoi. Rava says, I believe this Shiloh of whether if you just write in a document without Edim, whether it's Chal, 
I believe is a machlekes tanoim. What's the machlekes tanoim? Orev hayoitze achar chitum shtaris. The halacha is like this. We know there's a concept called the guarantor, right? So if, if I guarantee, that means that if the money's not paid, you can come to me. Normally, the guarantor writes it on the star, and then it's signed by witnesses. What if the guarantor writes a postscript? P.S. After everything's signed, he writes a postscript. I am the I am the Arif. No witnesses on what he wrote, but it's the same thing. He wrote it, and it's handed in front of in front of Adam. So he writes as a postscript to a star. I am the Arif. The witnesses have already signed it, so there's no witnesses to his to his statement. But it's written in a star and it's formally handed in front of witnesses. Mamish this is right? The question is, is he actually the Ariv? It's this it's this Shiloh, meaning he wrote the Ariv, he wrote postscript. After the witnesses already signed, he wrote postscript, I am the Ariv. So no one signed, no witnesses signed his statement. But it's in a star and it's handed in front of witnesses. It's Mamish this is Is he actually an Ariv? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you outside and then we'll see it inside. It's going to be a Machlekes Tanoim. But the Machlekes Tanoim is a little trickier because there's two objections potentially to this. Benanis has two objections. First of all, it wasn't signed by witnesses. Okay, and if you hold that that's not Machai of you, then that's enough. Also number two, this was decided after, after the, the loan was done. It could be even if you hold that in general, writing in a shtar is enough, it could be the concept of a guarantor after the shtar, after the loan was already given is impossible. It could be you have to be the Arev Bishas, Bishas, Bishas Salvar, Bishas, you know, the shtar was written. Really yeah, fine, but Bishas, at least Bishas Chasim Sa'edim, whatever. The point is to be an Arev later on, it could be... So Benanis really has two objections. But, but the Shaila is the Shaila. So the Gemara says... So the, the Tanakama, which is Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel says he is the Arif. The only thing is that he, you could only collect from his uh, his stand his standing property, meaning there's no lien on the property, because that's by the way, if unless there's a star with witnesses, there's no lien on a property. Right? Even if you say like Rav Yechanan that you have to keep your word when it's written in a star, if there's no witnesses, it's not. There's no lien on a property. It's like a it's like a verbal uh, uh, debt. It's, it's definitely not a lien on the property. So he is an Ariv. So this is a riot to Rav Yechanan. Right? He is an Ariv, and you just accept from non-lien property. Um, Benanis says I disagreed. Why? Pashtus, because Benanis is holding like Rish Lakish, or vice versa, Rish Lakish is following Benanis, that it's not considered in Arev because there's no witnesses signing what he wrote. And you can't just write thing in a star and have to keep it. Then Benanis says, Benanis adds, um, Amar Lai, he adds, Lama Alama, Amar Lai, he said, Why? Amar Lai, Haresha Yechainigis Haver Bishoku, Matsahaver, Bamale Hanach Levani Etin Lach, Potter, Shleil Menase Helveu. If I, if, I, if I see someone, two guys, and they're beating each other up, he's choking him because he owes him money, and I say, I'll be the guarantor, I'll be the guarantor, do you think I have to? No. Because you have to be the guarantor of Alva. It has to be that during the loan, I could rely on him as the guarantor. You can't be the guarantor later on. So Benana says, forget about the fact, in addition to the fact that he wasn't signed, it wasn't signed by witnesses, it wasn't Bishas Alva. You can't write a postscript to be a guarantor. You have to be a guarantor at the time of the Shire was written. Because you didn't rely on him at the time of the loan. Yeah, the time of the loan. You didn't rely on this guy. 
So the Gemara says, so... But you do have this machloikis between Benanis and Rabbi Shmuel of whether the guy is a guarantor. So the Gemara says, Lema Rav Yechon Damer Kerav Yishmael, Rish Lagish Damer Kebananis. So it's pretty clear. So the Gemara says, Aliba de Benanis, Kuliyam Aliple, you go on the next page. Everyone agrees according to Benanis. That it's not a it's not a thing. You can't that, that writing in a document is not mechay of you. That's the kuliyama. The whole machleik is Rav Yechon Shlokish is what Rav Yishmol would say. Kipliga leivd Rav Yishmol. Rav Yechon ker Rav Yishmol. Rav Yechon says mamish like Rav Yishmol. Rav Yechon said according to Rav Yishmol, if you write a postscript, then you're the guarantor. So if I write in a document, I owe you money. Easy. Rishlokish says no. Ad kam leikam Rav Yishmol ha'asam the shayich leshibudu deraisa. Avahocha leshayich shibudu deraisa. Rishlagish says like this, even according to Rabbi Shmuel, writing in a document does not create something new. It can latch on to something that already existed. Meaning, the two cases are, and according to Rishlagish, they're not comparable. The case of Rabbi Shmuel, there is already a loan. That took place with the witnesses. You write a postscript that you're the guarantor. So you're not creating something new. You're adding your responsibility to something that already exists. The case of Rishlagish, I'm writing a debt. I'm creating a debt for the first time without witnesses. That doesn't work. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, it's one thing to, to have already a debt that's a chiv deraisa because it was signed by witnesses. You want to latch on. Latching on, you could do. To create something new, Rachel Akish says, I don't believe in that. Okay. So that's the end of that. Gufa, we mentioned before, there's this called Shtare Psikta. Shtare Psikta, again, is, it's sort of like a Shtare Tanoim. It was a document that they would write where they formalize how much money they're going to owe each other. Again, it was witnesses, but no Kenyan. The Kenyan was the Maisa Kedushan. So the Gemara says, Gufa, Omrav Gidom Arav, Just by saying the words and the Maisa Kedushan is enough. Um, I know it's it's, it's yeah because you still need the you need them to actually get married because if they don't then there is no it's interesting I guess it's an interesting lashon yeah it's um it's an interesting lashon is that the key for kedushin is going on something else or is it yeah. we'll tag on the tanoim and now be the good opinion well, for the kedushin and the tanoim yeah so it's interesting because Rashi and kedushin I have it on the side he he describes it like this ba'amira below kinyan. There's no Kenyan. Shakdushin hin gemara dover. The Kedushin is the end of it. Ubahi hano de komischadni adadi. And right, the Kenyan is basically to form, is to show that we're in. That's like the purpose of a Kenyan. It's to show I have full das, I'm in. By them getting married, the joy that each Mechutin has of the children getting married, they're Goymer das without the Kenyan. So it's like, it's probably Gomri Umakni. So like Rashi is describing the Kedushin as a Kenyan, but it's not like, it's not a Kenyan for that. It's like what Adam said. It's not a Kenyan for that, but it is a Kenyan. So it's a quasi-Kenyan without a Kenyan. But again, the Kenyan is really being, is being accomplished by the Maisi Kedushin, but not just the Maisi Kedushin. It's the joy that the parents have, that the kids are getting married, that's enough to be Gaimer Das. So... The Gemara speaks it out. Amar Rava, Mistabra Mils Derav, Rava, I misunderstood, but Rava thought there has to be Hana. So I just told you the Hana was that they're getting married. That's the conclusion of the Gemara. Rashi goes to the conclusion. The Gemara right now thinks the Hana is the, is the Maisa of the relations. So Rava says it makes more sense that this is only true with a Naira because there's more Hana by a Naira. She's a full Basula. The Kamati Hana Liyade because that husband has Hana. Abel by Geras. 
But a girl over 12 and a half, where there's not as much Hanoi, now the problem with this is, by the way, there's an obvious problem. That only explains the, the, the guy's side. What about the girl's side? There's no distinction from her. Like, and it, it's working both ways. It must be that the Maisa Kenyan is not being accomplished by the Hano of the relations. It must be the Hano of getting married. So says the Gemara of Kim, but I swear, Amarav, I feel a Begaris. Even a Begaris. Why? Because what's the Hano from the, 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 the father of the. They're the ones being Meshavid. Yeah, like it, there's no difference from their perspective. I mean, the girl being a Basula or not, understood, but the guy, there's no distinction. And you need the Kenyan to work both directions. It must be the Hano is not a Maisabiyah. It must be the Hano, it must be the getting married. Um, okay. Here's a Shiloh. You have this star, okay? I'll call it a star psikta, that's what it's called. Again, whatever, however, we don't really have them anymore. I guess Tanoi Mish is close enough. But again, they didn't have a Kinyan. So the question is is there a lien on the property? That's the Shiloh. If it's a full document, right? There's no Kenyan, but there's the Maisa Kedushin. So, if there's a lien on the property, can I collect from the star even Nechasim Meshuvadim? If I could, then there's no problem with writing the star. If I can't, it's also to write the star. The entire star is also to write. Why? You have a star that people will think you could use for Nechasim Meshuvadim, but you can't. So the question is: Are you allowed to write the star? But Lagamri is this whole star Lechachil allowed to be written? If you're able to be Goyvim in Nechasim Meshuvadim. We have no problem with you writing the star. If the star is not allowed to be used for Nechasim Shubadim, meaning this star is not strong enough to use as a lien on the property, you're not allowed to write the star. Because you're going to give people a star that is misleading. So, Because people usually see a star, they think, star, Nechasim Shubadim. But over here, you have a star that due to technicalities, there are witnesses, but due to technicalities, no Kenyan. So if you're able to be guided Nechasim Shubadim with the star, then you could write it. If not, you can't. So the Gemara says... Are you allowed to write the No. Meaning, this star is not good enough to, to collect from uh, encumbered property. There's no lien on the property, which means this star is only good for property that's available, liquid right here. In which case, you're not allowed to write the star. So I guess the entire star was oral. Right? That's what you'd have to say, because you're not allowed to write it. So, hey, so I have a kasha. Our Mishnah, right? Had the star that we were talking about with the you know, with the with the with the I'm gonna support you for five years. What did the Mishnah say? Apikachin hayu kaisvin amenashas and esbitcha chamishanim calls manchatimi. So over there in the Mishnah, yes, the Gemara says. Did I skip? No. No. Um, so the Gemara says, here's the kasha. That yep, yeah, meaning so so you're not allowed to write it. Hey, so we have a kasha. The Mishnah says hey, and the clever ones would write when undertaking the support. Right? I'll support for five years as long as you're together. Now the, the over there the Mishnah says it was written down. Right? So you see that it's written without a Kenyan, and you see that it's allowed to be written. It must be you could collect from Nechasim Shubadu. So the Gemara says, no, my kaisvin oimen. When the Mishnah says writing, it doesn't mean writing. You're not allowed to write it. It means speaking it out. Okay? 
So the Gemara says, Vikarli Amir Ksiva, where do we find the word Kaisiv means writing? So the Gemara says, we find it in Vatanan, we have a Mishnah, we had a Mishnah about 20 days ago, a Kaisiv Lisha didn't Zvar mainly Ben Chsayich, right? If the husband says, I don't want anything to do with your Nechasim, Vitani Ravchia, Ha'oimer Lishtain, Ravchia said, it doesn't mean Kaisiv, it means Oimer. So you see, Kaisiv and Oimer are synonymous in Mishnahis. Okay? Let's go another Kasha, Tashema. There's actually a proof to Ravashi that you're allowed to write it, that, that you're not allowed to write it down. Do you not let write it down? So he says, "In koysin shtari erisin venesuin elam dashneim." You not let to write koysin shtaris. You not let to write shtar erisin unless everyone is on board. Don't know what that is. Hamidashneim koysin. The implication is, if everyone's on board, you could write this shtar erisin. Now, what are shtar erisin? Now, I would say shtar erisin is a shtar harayat mekudeshes liber shtar zu. The Gemara is going to conclude that, but the Gemara first thinks Shtar Erisin is not that. Shtar Erisin is this Tanoim document. You see, it's written. Huh? The answer is Loi. Shtar Erisin Mamish. No, it could be that that Brisa that says you could write it down as long as everyone's on board is not talking about a Shtar Psikta. It's talking about a Shtar of Kedushin, meaning Hareyat Mekudeshes Libish Tarzu. Now, by the way, the Chiddush is why does it have to be written on Das, both of them? Meaning, if I have a document. That says Harim Kadeshis will be a tab bishtar zu. Obviously, she only she has to accept it with Das, because you can't Makadash and Isha Balkarcha. You can't force her to get married. But over here we're saying it has to be written bidas. It has to be written with her with her knowledge. So the Gemara says, where, who said that? Kedrav Papa Rav Shavi, it backs up Rav Papa Shavi the Itmar. Kasu Shalav Shalaimi Daita, Ravina Ravashi Amikadeshis. Rabbi Ravina Amikadeshis, Rav Papa Rav Shavi Amikadeshis. It's a machloikas whether you could write a star. It has to do with the sugi and kedushin, or whether it's learned or forgotten. Whatever, it's based on drushes. But it's a machloikas if you write a star kedushin that she accepts willingly, but it was not written at the time. She wasn't happy about you writing it. Is is a good? It's a machloikas. So our brayso that says that you could only write star erisin b'dashneim. It's talking about star kedushin. And it's following the t- sheet of Rav Shravya that if it's not written, it's not a good shtar. Yeah, well, why you would have to be written? It has to do with sugi. The sugi over there, they, I think it has to do with connection to Gittin. Learn that from Gittin. Yeah, but it has to be written. It has to be written Lashma. So, Lashma, correct. I think it has to do with how much you compare it to Gittin. Right, because Pashas, it should be written, because if you, if, you, if you think about it, everything about Kedushan has to be Medaita, so you'd right. think that the Shah also have to be written. The question is, if you compare it to Gittin enough, right. it's interesting. These are sugis uh, later on. Okay, let's finish up. <sighs> tired. Tashima. Mesu, if the husbands die, that these two husbands that agreed to support her in our Mishnah, if they both die, the Allah is that she could use this star. To be to 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 lean on the property. Now the Gemara assumes that this star is similar to a star psikta in that there's no kinyan. And what do you see? You see from our Mishnah that such a star, even without a kinyan, could be used as a lean on the property. So you're allowed to write it. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So the Gemara says no. The case of our Mishnah where you support this girl is where you made a kinyan. Meaning we thought at first there's no kinyan. You talk I made a kinyan. Then by the way, you could ask Akasha if you made a kinyan and they're Aiden, what's the Chiddush? So the Gemara is going to get to that. The, the, the answer I think will become clear later on. So the answer is the case of our Mishnah where you agreed to support that stepdaughter is where you made a kinyan. So the Gemara says, Yihachi, well, if you made a kinyan, the Gemara assumes well, if you made a kinyan, then that kinyan should work on everything. Shouldn't it work for your biological daughters as well if you agreed? Right? Even though you only had mind for 
for the stepdaughter, but it should work naturally to, for all the responsibilities. You have a responsibility for your daughters. That we say, no, there's no lien on the property. But your stepdaughters, there is. Why? Because your stepdaughters made a Kenyan. Well, why doesn't the Kenyan work for both? So the Gemara says, Again, the Gemara is assuming that the Kenyan that you performed for the stepdaughter will work for all of your commitments. So when you marry, right, so you're about to marry this woman and you say, I'm making a Kenyan, which means you have to take care of her stepdaughter. But part of that also means that if you have children together, your daughter will, will also get. But the daughter, no, she doesn't get from Nechaz and Meshubadim. But only the stepdaughter. The question is why? Those Aravas are hammered. I always do just do five. I don't know this is like the guys are like it's like they're they're avoid you do three. But like, I'm saying but their avoid is like like they're gonna really make that Arava go through Gehenna. So the Gemara says the Gemara says Bishikana Lazeva Laikana The answer is the Kenyan works for one and not the other. So the Gemara says, Why? My Pasca. Well, why is that? Why does the Kenyan work and not for the other? So the Gemara says, E, he the stepdaughter. She's alive at the time of the Kenyan, as opposed to your daughters that are born afterwards. So the Gemara says, Well, why, why do you have to say the daughters are not alive? You could remarry your divorcee. You could divorce her, meaning you had daughters with her. You, she had stepdaughters also. You remarry her from her first marriage. You're the married her second time. So you had daughters at the time. The Kenyan only works for the stepdaughters, not the daughters. Why? They're both alive. Why does one work and not the other? So the answer is, The answer is, your daughters, your obligation to support your daughters is from Bezdin, right? It's from the Ksuba. So the Kenyan doesn't work for that. So the Gemara says, well, why? Why should they, why should they be worse off? The, who are you more responsible for? Your daughters or your stepdaughter? Your daughters. It's part of the Tanai Ksuba. Right. Tanai Bezdin. Yeah, but because it's Tanai Bezdin, the Kenyan doesn't work for them. Why? Okay. That was a big Arava. That was a real club. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We're just going to stay up here. We'll hope everything downstairs is good. So the Gemara says, so what's the distinction? Why is it that the Kenyan works for your stepdaughter and not for your daughter? Because your daughter's Chiyuvim is from Tanai Bezdin. It's from the Ksuba already. So even more. Even more, I should be mechay myself. The reason why the daughters cannot have a lien on the property is because we're afraid there's such a chiv, we're afraid you already paid them. Meaning, it's such a chiv, we're afraid that you put cash aside for them. Mm. Buy your stepdaughter where there's no chiv, your only chiv is from this, so when you made a Kenyan, it works to make a lien on the property. But your actual daughters, where you're mechuyiv anyway, we're afraid that you that you put uh, you put money aside for them. That's what Gemara says. By the way, this will answer the original kasha. The case of our Mishnah, where you you you, you, you agreed to support her for five years, there's witnesses and there's a Kenyan. So you asked the kasha, which is that if there's witnesses and a Kenyan, then what, what's the chiddush? The answer is the chiddush is you might think that she can't be goiva from the lien on the property because you might think that we you you, you, you put cash aside for her. No. The assumption is that by Bezdin, tonight Bezdin you did, not by her. Um, okay, last sugya, very quickly. Um, it said in the Mishnah that the husband, after they get divorced, he still has to support this stepdaughter and he can't say to the stepdaughter, you should come to me. Rather, he sends the money to her when she's with her mother. So the Gemara points out the fact that it says the daughter is with her mother, and that tells you a halacha. The Gemara says, 
Right? Pasha, she says she's with her mother because, like, I don't know, she's not living. Oh, she's not. Yeah. She has a city apartment in the city. Like, she's living with her parents. That's what she's do. So the Gemara says, no. You see from here that a daughter is allowed to stay with her mother, meaning, let's say the husband dies. So she's being supported. Stam, not a stepdaughter, Stam, a sister. She's being supported by her brothers. She wants to live with her mom. Her mom moved to, to Brooklyn. She wants to live with her mom. So they have to now send her money. Now, that, that, that could affect expenses. They might have to pay for rent, right? They might have to help her with rent, utilities. What if the brothers say to her, just live with us. You have to live with us. We're not going to support you live with, with, with us. The answer is no. Halachically, she's allowed to say, I'm allowed to be with my mother. It's a right of the daughter to be with her mom. So the Gemara says, that's you see from the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, how do you know that? Maybe the Mishnah is not talking about an adult girl. Maybe the, the, the Mishnah is talking about a child under Bar Mitzvah. And the reason why she's allowed to be with her daughter, to be with her mom, is just because she's under Bar Mitzvah, we, we don't think she's safe. She needs adult to protect her, especially as the Gemara is going to say, especially when there's shilas of money. There was once a, ch- a boy who stayed by the brothers and didn't stay by the mom and the brothers killed him because of money issues. So maybe the reason why she's allowed to stay with the mother and not be forced to go to the to go to the father, go to the Yarshim, is because she's under Bat Mitzvah. Had she been above Bat Mitzvah, maybe they could be Mikhail of her to come here. So the Gemara says, maybe she's under Bat Mitzvah. And we just want need her, we need her to be in protective custody because she needs an adult to protect her. But if she's above Bat Mitzvah the Taka could force her to be there. What's the Maisa Shahid? The Tanya? Misha Maisvaniach ben Katavli Imai. If someone died and left a son to his daughter, and let's say his wife, so he had a son, and he has, let's say, stepbrothers. So obviously there's Yerusha issues. Yerusha av And the other stepbrothers say, you have to live with us. And the mother says, no, I want him by me. What's the halacha? Manicha noisei tzalimai. The halach is she's right and he stays with her. And we don't force him to stay with the other heirs. And one time the, the kid was forced to be, then they killed him. So because of that, they said you have to be by the mom for protection. So maybe the only reason why she has to be by the mom is because they're under bat mitzvah. Had she been above bat mitzvah, Kenzain, she has to go to the Yarshim. So how do you see this from the Mishnah? So the answer is, Im Kain, listening, Lamakim Shi, go to the next page. My Lamakim Shi'ima, Shamino Basay Talima, The fact that the Mishnah says, the Mishnah could have said, she should go, you should send money wherever she is. It says she's with her mother. The fact that it says Dafka with her mother implies unequivocally she's always allowed to be with her mother, both whether she's a Katana or a Gedela. That will stop here, we'll pick it up. Uh, tomorrow, because